Hey guys, what's up? This is Chris Chavez, co-host of History Creeps, Hardly Kayfabe, and Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. Normally, you'd hear a bumper for the network right about now. Instead, I wanted to take a moment to ask a favor. If you've ever listened to many of our shows on the network, you've heard us talk about a place that has quickly established itself as a staple of downtown Buffalo over the past couple of years. Mizuta Chow's is a Japanese-themed bar-slash-restaurant-slash-retro-80s arcade that features amazing Japanese-inspired street food, top-shelf drinks, and a glittery pink staircase that has become one of Buffalo's most popular Instagram selfie destinations. Like many other establishments around the country, Mizuta Chow's was forced to shut their doors and lay off their staff when the COVID pandemic hit. At first, they didn't let that stop them from helping the community. For weeks, Johnny Chow and his partner Christy, along with a number of other Chow's employees, worked to feed essential workers on the front lines treating those affected by the virus. They organized pop-up drive through grocery supply stores for anyone who needed essential items. The crew at Mizuta Chow's has worked tirelessly to support the community during this rough time. Now, we here at the network want to help show our appreciation for an establishment that has proven what it means to be a neighbor in the 716. Recently, a GoFundMe was set up to try to raise money to help Mizuta Chow's pay employees, bills, and ensure that when it's safe to, they can open their doors to the good people of Buffalo and Western New York. I know things are rough everywhere, but if you are able to, please consider donating to the Mizuta Chow's Relief Fund on GoFundMe. Every bit helps. You can also find a link at bicbp-radio.com. Thanks for listening and supporting the network. Now on with your show. Hello, Super Johnny. Hello, Super Trevor. It's me, Mario. Woohoo! Mamma mia. You guys, you're number one. Woohoo! See you in my games. Aha! So, fellas. Uh, this is going to be a great opening skit and that we're not going to do one. So I think we should we should clap for that, right? All clap right. for the that's, that's That's my favorite kind of opening skit. <laughs> yeah, the one that doesn't exist. I think everybody's going to agree with uh, you over there. Uh, but yeah, uh, we kind of figured, just to give an insight to our beautiful, glowing audience, uh, we're not going to do any opening skits while we're not in the same room. Uh, judging from the last one, it was... Truly awful. It was, uh, yeah, I was going to go with embarrassing, but that works too. <laughs> <laughs> and it takes a lot to embarrass me, but that that one did. Uh, Maybe we should introduce the show just in case this is people's first time because we're covering a big game. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, of course, this is Retro, Retro Blist. Blist. That was nearly in sync. We really struggle. We really struggle not being in the same room. We're just not good <laughs> yeah. at it. This is why. This is why I want a video so I can at least look at you and try to decide when you're going to start. <laughs> that would but be no way Here we go. Here we go. Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. We very much appreciate it. We're hoping you're all staying safe and having a great time <laughs> out there. <laughs> That's great uh, advice. <laughs> yeah, have a great time listening to us. That's what you should be doing. Yeah. Uh, we are here, we're a video game podcast. Usually, normally we talk about older video games, but today, 
again, as we've done very recently many times. We're going to kind of break that mold and kind of go uh, out of the box when it comes to retro gaming. We're going to talk about a very recent game. But to do that, I'm joined by my co-host with the most most. His name is Trevor. And then we're joined by our third uh, who joins us whenever he feels like it. (laughs) Third wheel. (laughs) Yeah, we got Derek over there. Uh, So guys... Uh, I think we're going to talk about a certain little game called Animal Crossing New Horizons. So let's uh, get into it. Alright, so let's get into our history with it. I think I should go first, since I know you two have a longer history with the series. All I remember is you guys constantly talking about, especially Trevor, about Animal Crossing. I never understood what kind of game it was, ever, from anything he ever told me. <laughs> the I'm a only very thing good that teacher. I, the only thing I remember distinctly was you telling me that you could collect the older video games in that game, and you could play those video games. So it was like a game, like games inside of a game, kind of. And <laughs> that sounded very intriguing to me. That part sounded awesome. Uh, so I was that was the one part I was very jealous of. I think this was the GameCube one, right? Right. Yeah, uh, so that's kind of all I ever had. And then this new one came out, and I was on the fence. I was trying to understand, I knew you both had gotten it, and I was trying to understand if I would like this game, because everything you guys told me, I just didn't understand. Like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know, was was this actually a game at all? <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking about it, it's kind of, I was... Every time we cover a game, I kind of think, where were we at in our lives when this game came out and <laughs> what year it came out and stuff. So when when Trevor was telling you about how awesome this game was, Trevor was 16. He should be out with his driver's license, uh, doing the things that 16-year-olds do. And we, we were trying to sell you on this game Animal Crossing instead. <laughs> <laughs> now here we are in our mid-30s trying to sell you on it again. And then, what's funny is it didn't work when I was like 18, but it worked when I was 36. <laughs> how, so. how dare you make it sound worse than it is, Derek? Because uh, the GameCube game came out in 2002, so I was actually 18. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was actually, <laughs> which is mind-blowing, because I, I remember being like 13 years old and loving this game. That's just not the case. <laughs> Men- mentally, we were 13, but. Yeah, yeah. mentally we yeah. still are, I would I would dare say. I'll let Derek, uh, but I'll, uh, I was going to say, I'll let Derek into his history, but just to clear up, we're reviewing the new Animal Crossing that everybody's heard about, New Horizons for the Switch. But the original uh, came out in 2001 in Japan as a Nintendo 64 game. Uh, it was Japan only, and then it came out in Japan eight months later on the GameCube with some additions, and then the next year it came out in North America, um, the one that we had, the one that everybody in North America knows about. The original Animal Crossing on GameCube came out 2002, uh, created by Kets- <coughs> Katsuya Iguchi. And, uh, Sounds right. Yeah. Derek, you just want to go into was, some I memories? I a baby there for a second. Gucci, <laughs> Gucci, Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's really weird because I remember playing this game like crazy, hours and hours and hours. But I honestly couldn't tell you what I did for those hours and hours and hours. Like it, I, I remember, <laughs> like I remember loving it and wake like not waking up every day, but feeling like I missed something if I didn't play it every day, at least for thirty minutes or an hour. Not like sit down and play it all day type stuff, but. It, but then, looking back on it, I couldn't really remember what I did every day in the game. Uh, but yeah, like like you said, we, we played it a lot. And I think it really helped us playing it then 
we of course shared a village, which we'll get into later, because we both played on the same console. So it's, we were really playing it in almost the best way it could be played on GameCube at the time when there was no online. It was just it was all local based. Um, so yeah, I really yeah. remember enjoying that that game a lot, and I think our our cousin had it, so we could you could take your memory card and go to other people's villages and stuff like that. Uh, which may not make any sense if you haven't played it, but I think most people listening to this will be familiar enough to sort of understand where we're going. Yeah, I can't wait to explain what kind of game this is. Well, I have the <laughs> uh, box for the original, the Animal Crossing on GameCube, because I still have our original copy. And I can tell you how the game box tries to describe it, if that helps. Well, I'm get sure. into your memories. Get into your memories first, okay. and then well, and then we'll and then we'll do that because I definitely want to know what they say. Well, I'm like Derek in that. What? How did I word this to somebody? I think I, I, I worded this to somebody I was trying to explain it to very poorly. It's not a game where you remember the game. Like, you don't remember specifics from the game, but you remember your game. Like, I remember our island. I remember my house, or at least certain things about it. Like, it's not it's not exactly a sandbox, but it kind of is. Like, I just remember just that feeling of it being your space. And even at 18 years old, which apparently is how old I was when this came out, I was still living at home, you know, freedom was still a new concept, you know, like Derek said, I could have been driving, I guess to parties and stuff, but instead I was at home playing animal crossing. You could have been Um, out buying cigarettes for heaven's sake. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But when I was done having parties with all the ladies and the cigarettes, what a, what a a waste of life. (laughs) Animal crossing. (laughs) But it's just, uh, I think for a lot of people, that's what it was, was that freedom. Like, I mean, even if I somehow had my own place at 18, and I definitely did, but even if I did, I couldn't have bought all the furniture and the crazy stuff you could in this game. So just create your own little space was really cool. But it was, I don't know, there was something else about it. It's that Nintendo charm. Because like, we knew about games like The Sims, which I think did come out just after Animal Crossing. And there were games like that, but there was something different about Animal Crossing. The just the way it made you feel. Like that's what I remember about this game. The original was just how it made you feel to play it. Um, and according to the back of the box, Derek was asking, you know, what you know. He doesn't remember what you did. Well, I can tell you. It said there's so much to do: plant trees, pull weeds, go shopping, run errands, or just go fishing. I love that. I love that. Pull weeds was the second thing. Yes, that I'd be able to miss. and running errands. Like I mean, <laughs> yeah, thrilling. Yeah, the the actual like big blurb that tries to grab you and explain what this game is says, "Welcome to town. It's time to move to Animal Crossing, the real life game that's happening every second of every day, whether you're there or not." Two thousand two. So you're telling me they're running a blurb about pulling weeds and running errands up against Halo. I guess so. <laughs> and it worked. Yeah, it worked. Okay. Uh, that, yep. It's weird how my mind does not have those two lined up in time at all together. It's weird. Uh-uh. I, I definitely know when I was younger, I definitely I would always pick Halo over this, over that game. And I would probably still do it today just because you know, I love Halo. But, uh, man, that what you're saying now also is, I guess because I played the current Animal Crossing I'm really sad that I didn't get to play that one, so that kind of sounds appealing to me. I just want to go around running errands and pull the weeds. <laughs> and that was, this was, you know, pre pre the time when we had the internet and pre the time when a game like this would really work well online. I mean, I'm not saying it didn't exist, but it was, it was not the norm. 
so for this, just the fact, like Derek said, we could take the memory card over and share our island with our cousin. I think it just really connected people in a different kind of way. Like people who are socially awkward, like we very much are. (laughs) 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 At least were. I'll put myself under that bus. It gives you a different way to connect. Plus this box is jam-packed. Besides the disc, you have a memory card, which has Rover the Cat on it, which is the memory card you use to save everything on the game. And that was really smart because your island is so important. Like it's really, you want to have, you know, you want to know it's safe. So they give you a memory card and it holds it right there in the game case. Um, you got advertisements for the e-reader, which the game used. You got an advertisement for Nintendo Power and Animal Crossing Strategy Guide. A thick, a really guide. <laughs> strategy guide. <laughs> well, let me make sure that's what they're advertising here. Let's see. H Town. Okay, no, I guess it's just advertising. No, it is official strategy guide and T-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> what? how the can there be a, I get? How can there be a Sign guide for this up. game? I'm not sure, but <laughs> but yeah, you could get uh, 12 issues of Nintendo Power for 19.95. That's oh, and better, you got I the think. guide or a T-shirt as a free gift. That's a really good deal. <laughs> Actually, it is. I don't know which one I would take. Probably the T-shirt, but uh, but yeah. So uh, that's kind of our history of uh, Animal Crossing. Let's let's get into the actual game we want to cover today animal crossing new horizons for the nintendo switch uh trevor you want to do graphics first graphics let's get into let's it let's get into it <laughs> here we go uh. All right, graphically, uh, oh man, I mean, okay, so I don't even know when if you come... start with graphics without saying what kind of game it is, because yeah, I mean, like, because the graphics once you explain the type of game, I don't know if the graphics are even relevant anymore. I mean, they are, but in a different way. I was just All thinking, right, well, let's let's who wants to tackle that really quick. A good pitch of what exactly kind of game this <laughs> yeah. is before we yeah, get okay, it. I like how you set this up. Who wants to, if you're going to pitch this to an, if you're, the elevator pitch, you know, yes. like you're on the elevator with somebody else and you have to sell this idea to somebody. Trevor, what kind of game is Animal Crossing's New Horizons? All right. So, Animal Crossing New Horizons is a life simulator where you take on the role of a avatar, a villager, and you live in an island full of animals. And new island, animals can move into your island. And you're in control of a lot of things in the game, but the animals still have their own lives that you don't control. Um, But you have control of your own house and a lot of the island itself. There's an economy. Uh, There's there's fruit and a a sort of a stock market. And there's shops to buy items. Uh, You can go vastly in debt. And so making money is a driving force of the game, but you don't have to make money and you can still have fun. So, so just based on that, what Trevor just yeah. said, if you only heard somebody say that, I don't, I would be like, that sounds really boring. How did, how did Nintendo sell this to us is what I want to know. In an era before the internet was really big for us. How did the I mean, designer sell it to the big wigs at Nintendo? I mean. Yeah. I did hear, I mean, not to get away from the discussion, but I did hear the idea for the game. And maybe this explains it better than I am. The idea for the game was this person was working, I assume they were already working at Nintendo, and they were just kind of sad how much time they were spending away from their family. 
And so they come up with this idea to connect with their family, but within a game, like within a confined structure. And uh, that's sort of how the idea come across, as far as I understand. Yeah, so it's kind of depressing. It's, it's weird yeah. because at that time, it wasn't an online game, so he wasn't connecting with his family. No, He was connecting no. with avatars that replaced his family. I or, think the idea <laughs> was... Or, or right. Yeah, exactly. Designing his village, and then his family could come see it later and catch up. One this is a two. dark game. It's a very different really way to look game. at that, yeah. <laughs> this is a very dark game. <laughs> the, original, the original was a little bit, honestly. I mean, the characters had a harder edge to them, and there was just a sense of... Well, that's the graphics back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like it's, it has changed in that aspect, but yeah. Does he even have a better elevator pitch? Cause I failed. I, I think you're fairly close. Uh, it's think of, think of what Trevor just said, but add the fact that Nintendo is putting out, putting it out. So it's got that Nintendo charm. Like right. Trevor mentioned before, uh, to me, it's a much more fun and enjoyable version of Sims. Personally, that's yeah. probably the closest I can get to explaining and it. Sims is Sims is kind of like a, an ant farm where you play God with your yeah. Sims. This is you, you are one of the ants and you're building yeah. relationships with other ants. Right. So it's, uh, that might be the best right control there. over it, but it's not, you're not playing, yeah. <laughs> you're not playing the creator of this stuff. Right. I think that's probably the best way to explain it right there. So graphically, uh, I, I, okay. When it comes to graphics on, I tried to just to compare, especially newer games just to, uh, other games on the same system. Right. Like that's kind of how I, choose to compare games graphically today so with that being said to me still so far uh the best game i've seen on a switch was luigi's mansion and it still is now like i still think it looks better than animal crossing however animal crossing looks freaking good still like i'm not knocking it at all it still looks freaking great uh what a great game uh they they make some interesting design choices i think it's just to make make it a little easier with stuff like uh, your characters don't have hands. They just have like little balls as hands. That's true. I never thought about that, but that's true. <laughs> and that's true back to the original one, too. Yeah. So they didn't really change that. That's still how it goes. <laughs> um, but I think graphically, considering all the stuff this game has in it, like all the things, I mean, all the little items you can get for, uh, down to rocks, down to trees, down to different types of fruit. Uh, down to all the stuff, like all the different types of clothes and stuff. This game has a lot in it. You so know, with that being said, this game graphically freaking looks great. You know? Yeah, and it, it's definitely going to be the type of game that if you come back to it in 20 years, it's still going to look good. It's going to be the, the type of yeah. game that it's it's not going to be lacking anything because it, as far yeah, as the, hold up. the design they went for and the graphical style they're going for, everything is clean and crisp. There's nothing, nothing that's going to be out of place in 20 years when you come back to this. It's nothing that's going to be harsh on your eyes. No. And Correct. there's nothing about the graphics that are trying to blow you away. But there was a moment a while back playing the game when I actually was blown away. And I thought to myself, this is kind of a, a graphical achievement on par with, in a way, on par with some of the big Nintendo games like Zelda, Mario, Luigi's Mansion. And that was when I was outside and there was a, a iron... Uh, Garden chair, I think is what it's called. It's like a metal chair that I crafted with my own bare hands by collecting two <laughs> ingredients. Your bare ball hands. <laughs> yes. And it was outside and it was approaching sunset and the sun was like casting a shadow of the actual like uh, the metal work. I don't know how to describe it. The design of the chair itself onto the ground. Yeah. And I thought, my gosh, there are literally thousands, thousands of items in this game. And most of them can be placed inside or outside. And when the light hits them, they look completely believable. 
The shadows are believable. You can interact yeah. with some of the items and just that is what impresses me most. The island itself and the villagers and all that have this look to them. You'll probably love it or not. But when you think of all the items and how they just look proper, they look right. And uh, that is what blows me away. That is such an incredible amount of work. Yeah, I think that's a good point, too, that you were kind of alluding to there, that this game has a real-time ticker on it. Like, as in, when it's uh, when it's 8 a.m. here, it's 8 a.m. on your island. And right. uh, the day changes as it goes along. It gets dark on your island. And then you can actually be there and watch the sun kind of set and your island get darker as night begins right. to fall. And the fact that it even does that to me, and it still looks pristine and amazing and clean, is is freaking incredible. And of course it tracks seasons and everything as well. For oh yeah. Even if you're in the northern or southern hemisphere, you pick when you boot up the game and it matches the current season. See, I'm excited yeah. about that for Johnny because, you know, when we played Animal Crossing, you spend months in wintertime and fall time, and you may not like that as much, or you may like it more. But for Johnny, that's gonna be new because the game didn't come out until winter was already over. So when winter rolls around, it's gonna be a new experience for him. Uh just experiencing animal animal crossing in winter. You know, and it rains sometimes, and the the rain effects are really good. I will say, there's no doubt. The storm. Oh yeah, the It'll storms storm. are impressive. There's no doubt this is the best looking Animal Crossing game, and it should be. But it is yeah. in the best possible way. It's like we've compared this game a lot, but it's like the Mario Kart Eight Deluxe of Animal Crossing games, and that it just looks like Animal Crossing, but way better than it's ever looked before. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's. Uh, what, is there anything else you want to say about the graphics before we get into I, I guess the music it kind of goes into graphical style. Like the, the game does have a certain style. The characters all have a style to them. The, yeah. Like, like Johnny was saying, you have balls instead of actual fingers. So there's that comic kind of style. But then there are items that break out of that style too. And you have a realistic looking stove or a skeleton or something like that. So it's, it's really neat how they integrate the different styles together. Not everything has oh, yeah. the same style, but it all fits together. Yeah. And it's kind of weird that you're a person, but everybody else is an animal. <laughs> I mean, I've even had some of the characters in the game joke about that. I think it's when you catch, <laughs> when you catch the frog or something. Maybe it, we'll, we'll get into that later. But. Yeah. You know, and that, then, you're going around, and then you're going around catching animals and yeah, bugs. Like, yeah. a, frog, a frog will be one of your villagers. Then you, you catch yeah. a frog out of a pool or out of a pond. <laughs> And the game breaks the third wall and talks about catching a villager. Yeah. This game has a great sense of humor. That that is a really good point, though, about the different graphical styles. Like, the bugs and fish you catch look very realistic, but it works. Uh, Me and Johnny covered Smash Brothers Ultimate, and we said the same thing. Like, how can you have these characters from all these universes clashing and it still looks like a Nintendo game? It's the same with, with this and that. How can you have these... For example, Johnny sent me this awesome arcade machine. It's, it looks like Street Fighter 2, basically. And it looks real. It looks like something that would be sitting in an arcade in Japan. But it's next to a villager that looks ridiculous, you know. <laughs> but it works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I think I think you're both raising great points there. I mean, it, it does have its own style for sure. But then it can turn around and have like a really detailed and amazing looking pinball game, for example. That yeah. Can, that, or pinball machine. Uh, so yeah, so let's kind of get in. Let's let's get into the music because I want to do the gameplay last because that's going to be the big selling point or not selling point depending <laughs> on who you are it's for this game. The place where we say uh a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's get into music. Let's get into it. Uh, not me. Uh, uh. 
Well, this is kind of an easy category because yeah. I don't think this music's trying to. This isn't trying to sell soundtracks. Um, but, but I will say this: you're, you're not wrong. But it'll stick in your head. I will say that. Yeah, I'm like it. It'll be in my, the second it starts playing. I'm humming along to it. I've hummed yeah. along to it quite a few times out loud. The I'll say this, and I just want to see if y'all agree. I think the music that plays during the bulk of the game is just very good at just being quality and catchy enough, but not getting annoying because you hear it for hours and hours and it changes like it knows when to change up. And I'm not even sure when it decides, like it changes with the seasons, I think, but it changes more often than that. Um, and like, I'm curious, do I always have the same music at the same time of day that you guys have? Like, I don't know about that. That's a good question. I don't know. We need to put that. That's a good science experiment. Um, <laughs> we need to do that. Another thing, too, real quick to point out that this game does is you have little tunes that'll play when you're talking to different villagers yeah. or whatever, and you can actually compose your own little tune that'll play during then. The island uh, And thing. a lot of people online have, have put uh, posted, like, right now I have one of the Star Wars songs yeah. as mine. So you can put different ones on there, and pretty much any song you can think of is more than likely somebody's told you how to put it into the game. So that part, to me, is also... Very, very cool. I have uh, Cranky very... Kong's theme from Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You> shot. <laughs> yeah. The... Uh, but yeah, music musically, I'm, I'm going to agree with you, Trevor. It's not like they're trying to be the next Mario game when it comes to music. Uh, but I do think the music is perfect for what this kind of game this is. Uh, it perfectly matches it. It's a relaxing kind of feel to the music. It it really just feels like music you would hear on an island. Really. Yeah, yeah, it's like perfect uh, island elevator music, which is is an yeah. odd way odd way to say it, but it's exactly what you want here because it's it's in the background, but it's and it's not really meant to pump you up. It's just meant to get you humming along at most. I mean, but there's another side to the music, and like the graphics, yes. I was going to say at first, it's like they're very solid, charming, and then you realize the detail is just amazing. The same thing happens with the music. And by the way, guys, I don't want to spoil everything about this game, so I'm going to be careful about certain specifics. But I think it's fair to talk about what's in the game. Because the other side of the music is K.K. Slider and his dozens and dozens and dozens of (laughs) songs you can actually put into your music players in your house. Oh, before we get into that, too, let's also point out that while you're walking around your island and you know, and your other your neighbors are doing the same, sometimes they'll just start singing songs. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, the and I think if you've remotely looked up this game, you kind of know how this game decides to do singing. It's not your traditional, yeah. There's, uh, you know, your there's traditional no, voice. There's no actual <laughs> words or anything. Every, everything right, no. is subtitled. All the talking is a, a better version of Charlie Brown yeah. speak, kind of. Yeah. Or, or banjo kazooie. Banjo kazooie yeah. is what it brought to my mind, but more charming, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we should do the whole podcast that, that way. <laughs> yeah, so just, that was, for an hour and a half. There, there was a skit that you guys skipped. Oh, uh, well, too late now. Oh, well. <laughs> an hour and a half is about right for one of your skits, too. Yeah. <laughs> the last one was, my gosh. It was terrible. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, Trevor, get into KK. All right, so... From the original game, K.K. Slider, and I'm not going to get into all the details, but it's not really a spoiler. It's just something you know about pretty early on. 
He's this dog who's a singer-songwriter. And he's on the back of the box of the original game. Um, and he carries his guitar around. And before you even meet him for real, you can collect his albums. And basically, it's just music that you can put into your house. He's a big deal. He's a really big deal. And the songs are all simple in a way, but some of them are legit good songs if you sit down and listen <laughs> yes. to them. Yes, the, uh, I agree with that. And I've also noticed some differences. I wonder if you guys have noticed this. Um, I don't want to give everything away, but um, I think even the same songs, there's maybe two different versions of that same song. Yeah, I, I, right. I know for a fact when I was listening to it the first time from whatever you do to be able to do that, the song sounded a certain way. It's kind of like when uh, a band puts out a live album and then you compare that song that's on the live album to the, or you hear them live, and then you yep. uh, compare that to like this the uh, studio version of it. Uh, I kind of feel they do that with this too, in a way. It seemed like that to me. Maybe I'm I know for sure there was one song that. that was that way that I heard. Yeah. Um. But but yeah. Uh. So it, there's different genres or genres as we like all to the say genres. <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't kind of st- he doesn't stick to a certain way, a uh, certain type of music. It's all kinds. He covers everything pretty much. It, just a, a mind blowing detail with that is not only are there a ridiculous number of these songs. I can tell you, I have something like forty albums, and I don't have near all of them, which is crazy. But the music player you have in your house makes a difference. I got a a phonograph, like an old timey. I'm not sure how to describe it. a phonograph. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, and the they actually right, yeah, and they actually changed. They actually. Now, of course, it's just supposed to sound like it's playing through an old-timey instru- uh, music player. But now, here re- we go now. It's K.K. Slider. Right. But in reality, they recorded a whole new version of the song, of all the songs, to play through this machine. Because they just sound different played through that. Like it really would. Compared yeah. to, say, like a cassette vinyl, player or a boombox. Like vin- yeah, like vinyl compared to a cassette player. Right. Sort of. Right. They, they do sound different. It just really impressed me, though. Yeah, Derek, what were you going to say about five minutes ago before we cut you off? I don't even remember, but I was I was gonna say it's it's kind of interesting the the way they did the KK Slider songs. It's very catchy, and like even to the point where there's entire YouTube channels devoted to people covering songs in the KK Slider style. <laughs> I mean, it's there's they've they've got millions and millions of views on them too. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very true. And Trevor was mentioning the albums and them playing on different things. Like you can, there's all kinds of different. I've seen at least a dozen different types of uh, audio machines. I don't even know what to call them. Ones that will play music. Yeah. Different types <laughs> of those. Like I have, I literally got a boom box and I have a, a, a CD radio. player. Uh, yeah. And I have a skull radio yeah, and so, I have a, yeah, like, an so, album. And for example, like a, a phonograph or a cassette deck, you can change the albums and those, but the radios, it, yeah. it plays whatever's on. You don't have yeah. a choice over that. And Which you put is them cool. All over your island. So you can set different, different vibes around your island yeah so that's pretty awesome like i have a whole pool area on my island and i have a, a stereo there and i can actually just put it on shuffle so it's just shuffling through all the different music there and then the ones that are on my radio like Derek and i just turn it on and whatever's there is there i don't really have any control over that like the radio uh, so that that's really cool to me so i think the fact that maybe the music when you first kind of experience it yeah it is sort of simple there really is a lot of detail there really once you oh, dig yeah. underneath that it's a it's a humble kind of game in that it doesn't show you its whole hand at first. It's it kind of makes you just experience it, which is 
not how games are usually done today, which I respect. Yeah, for sure. Is there anything else about the music we want to talk about before we get into the big, uh, Just, the big reason we're? Here? I mean, the general sound effects are all real solid too. From you know the sound yeah. of casting a lure and catching a fish, or bees chasing you. All the sound effects are just solid. There's there's not not anything to ding it on anywhere really for if, sound. If you change the flooring in your house, it sounds different. If it's a rug or carpet or vinyl or cement, I mean, or chocolate or chocolate, yeah. literally <laughs> flowers. I have a flower floor in my upstairs house. That I crafted out of flowers with my own sweating hands. <laughs> Bragging over there. All right, so uh, so that was the music. Let's get into the big discussion that's that's uh, I think is going to make or break this game for some people, and that is the gameplay. Trevor Derek, let's let's get into it. Get into it. it. Get It'll be quicker. It. Doing this remotely makes me realize how much we look at each other while we're recording in person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, for visual cues. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, you know what? It makes me. It humbles me a little bit because uh, there's some podcasts that manage to be good and they never record in the same place. But I feel like we need to record in the same place. <laughs> Literally, the other podcasts I do, I don't record with other people, and they, and I dare say, they come off sounding pretty great. But I don't know what it is about this one with the people I've known my whole life. <laughs> I think we just know each other too well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. We just—it's weird not seeing each other. Apparently, we just really look at is. each other too much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, gameplay, man. Literally, I don't even know where to start on this. There's a lot you can do. So I'm going to start it this way every morning when i first arrive on my island for that morning and my guy wakes up and walks out of his house i i usually do like i have a i've gotten to where i do a routine that's how great this game is and that routine is i'll run around the island and, and clean up my beach from the shells and stuff and usually there's a or like a do-it-yourself recipe that'll be there so i can learn how to do new things and make new things i'll shake a couple trees and uh and uh, <laughs> capture some bees, and maybe get an uh, an item that'll fall from the tree. Uh, any, uh, I'll look for balloons in the air to pop a couple to see if I get something cool out of there. And uh, I'll go around and looking for fossils that I can possibly turn into blathers at the over at the museum. And I literally do that every day, almost first thing so far. And I've had this game for like I had this. I got this game maybe two or three days after you two got it, and y'all got it right at the beginning. Almost so two months came out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so and I still do that today. I literally did that this morning when I woke up. <laughs> I went and I had to do that. I just had to check stuff off. Uh, I had to clean up my island because I had guests over last night who were quite messy. <laughs> 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 so I had to clean up after them, and uh, I had to send one of them back his money. He just left buried in my island. <laughs> so, uh, so you can do all that, and then on, that's not even touching the surface of what all you can do. You can fish. Uh, you can go catch bugs. You can visit other islands. You can visit other friends' islands. You can have friends come and visit your island. We literally yesterday, and this is going to break Trevor's heart because he tried, but he just couldn't get it to work for whatever reason. Yesterday, hmm. I'm I made up just just made up a fishing tournament, and Derek and Adam, who's also been on this show, just, just came by and we had a fishing tournament, and it was fun. We just ran around the island for thirty minutes trying to see who made the most money off fish. 
and I gave fantastic prizes to both of them. <laughs> uh, and that's another thing. You can even send gifts to people. Like, I can send gifts to any of my friends uh, who are playing Animal Crossing. I can send any of them a gift. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff you can do on this game, and I think this game, gameplay-wise, does a great job. There's never... When somebody says a game is all ages... Uh, I think this game should be the sheer definition of that because literally I've talked to you guys about this game. And then also Adam's son, who's like, if, what, how old is Adam? How, six Adam's or seven. He'll be yeah, seven he, literally, he literally called me the other day just to tell me about a buggy call. <laughs> so this game literally runs the game out of all ages. And I think it does it perfectly. You have nothing to worry about what a kid's going <laughs> to play on here unless you just unless you've got something built and you just don't want them to mess them up <laughs> mess it up that's about the only thing uh, the most hardcore yeah, so thing i've seen was a school t-shirt and uh, a hard rock album yeah. that is just bleeps and boops yeah or the skeleton <laughs> i got i do have a skeleton yeah. <laughs> but it's more of a funny looking skeleton i think because you kind of tickle him and his arms come up uh but yeah so that that's in a nutshell to me this game if somebody said hey i need an all-ages game that i can enjoy and my kids can enjoy uh, this game's gonna be at the top of my recommendation list. Yes, recommendation it, list. There we go. Just super going back to basics. It's like when you first boot up the game, you the the premise of the game is you're going to an abandoned island to to start a village there on the island with your uh, industrious little raccoon friend. <laughs> and so everybody that <laughs> starts the game it. is gonna have a slightly different island layout of rivers and beaches and different. There's three different elevations that sort of segment you off at the start of the game to to start you in slowly and you you get uh passage to it as you advance but and everything on the island is customizable every tree can be cut down or new trees planted you can dig holes to to bury things or to dig things up and and like johnny was saying <laughs> when we went over to this island last night if you set somebody as a best friend they can do all, pretty much anything to your island that you can do including cutting down all your trees or leaving <laughs> yes. holes all over the <laughs> place so it's it's really uh it's an interesting sandbox because it's not like Sim City or The Sims where you're the creator of everything, but there's a there's a wide range of things you can do. And I think that makes it more interesting to me is working with that set of rules it's given you and, mm-hmm. and finding things to do, like a fishing tournament and stuff like that. So Yeah. I, I think you're I think you're right, and I just real quick I want to add that even though it sounds like you're saying that Sims is way more wide open, I would dare say that Animal Crossing New Horizons, in my opinion, and this just maybe is because I don't want to brag, but I'm an artist. But in my opinion, this game really lets creative people have a blast with it. Like, it's very a creative outlet for yeah. much type of game. Yeah, because there's no stress yeah. that you have to do anything. So it lets you think, what do I want to do then? And you have to work within the constraints of its world, which, like Derek said, I think that's important. It's important that it's not a true do-anything you have to work within some kind of funny constraints sometimes, but that actually, I think, spurs creativity. And also, it's comfortable. Like, I I mean, I kind of like constraints, I've realized in video games. I like some direction. And the game kind of provides that without forcing it onto you, which I think makes it work for me. Yeah, Derek, what were you going to say? I definitely interrupted you then, Trevor. I've completely forgotten again. <laughs> I, was, I, was, great. I was starting to think about my island, and I started drifting off. <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's so one I of think the things uh, that I heard people complain about when the game first came out was when you first start, there's a smaller thing, number of things you can do. Like there's not a a 30 minute tutorial and then it cuts you loose on everything. You're 
you're wild and free to begin with, but there's only a certain number of things you can do. And the barrier to them is coming back the next actual physical day. Like, it's not like you yeah. can play for 10 hours and make it 10 hours into the game. For the right. first few days there, the way it trains you and the way it unlocks things, it's real time has to pass. So yeah, I think literally the literally the mail runs in real time. Like if you buy something in the store, it's going to be mailed to you. You don't get it right away. You have to wait till the next day to get it. Yeah, and for some people, I think that's frustrating because they buy a new game and they play it for forty hours the first week and then trade it in or put it on the shelf. And this is definitely not that kind of game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's I think for some people that turned them off on it. But for me, who might have 30 minutes a day or an hour a day tops to play a game. It's perfect because I'm not missing anything. I'm not getting behind on the story or whatever, but everybody else is moving on uh, while they're doing that. Yeah, I think, and I think that's maybe that's something in that elevator pitch that's important. Is this is a game that has massive, massive replay value, but it's not meant to play for five or six hours at a time. Though I would argue, and I don't know how deep we want to get into this, I would argue once you've played this game a while, you can spend five or six hours at a time if you wanted to because there's so much creativity at your fingertips. It's, it's embarrassing It's embarrassing how long I played this game because the Switch will tell you. And I saw that, <laughs> and it's even more now, and it's embarrassing how much I put into this game. So I saw that number as well yesterday. I don't know if you want to reveal it. I okay, I'll tell you what it was the other day, and I know I've added more to that. The other day when I looked, no, this was last week when I looked. It was 155 hours. It said 180 plus yesterday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but to be fair, I've not looked at my own. It's, I know it's way higher than I think it is. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah it's, it's, it's totally the type of game where you can just get lost trying to catch a bug, a particular bug for 30 yeah. minutes or trying to catch. If it's raining and the good fish are biting, you can waste 30 minutes catching a fish. Yeah. And, yeah. and it, it's not making you that much progress in the game. It's just a good escape. It's a good time away on this private island that, that's yours. Yeah, like right now, yeah, like right now, I really want to catch a scorpion because uh, it just came in a season. And that's another thing this game does. Uh, like new uh, animals and bugs and fish show up according to the season, and some leave. Yeah, uh, the same thing with the flowers. Some will bloom in the right season, and some won't. Uh, I just got shrubs on my island, and it was a big deal for me. <laughs> yeah, and even, uh, because even a some of them bloom. Yeah, some of them bloom in the right seasons, and some don't. It's pretty amazing. Even a smaller scale, there's like certain fish you can only catch these two hours every day because that's their yeah. active feeding hours, and it's there's a lot of stuff that you don't have to go catch those fish. There's nothing forcing you to play between those hours, but if you are, you're going to see something new that you haven't seen before. And then, yeah, and some only show up when it's raining. Or something like that. So and there's, there's a good kinds example. of little variations it does. <laughs> it's really hard to get the words in without interrupting. We really need to be able to see each other. But I was going to say, before I forget, that is the example. That might show somebody if they want to play this game or not. There's the choices this game offers. When you catch a fish... <sighs> wow, Anna's calling me. Sorry. <laughs> I thought she knew we were recording. So when you try to catch a fish you might be tempted to sell it if it's a rare fish because you can sell it for a lot of money. Then you might can go buy that cool new, I don't know, pool table or whatever. But there's also an awesome museum on the island and you could donate the fish to the museum and then it'll be there forever to look at. Yeah. And I'm not going to spoil the museum except it is easily the best museum I've ever seen in a video game. I'm not sure <laughs> how high the bar that is. But it's, museum. It's, very, yeah, it's very incredible. Uh, and also, and there's even a third thing. You can display uh, the things you catch in your own house or somewhere else. You don't even have to oh, yeah. sell them or turn them into the museum. You can put you them can in an aquarium. Them. 
Yeah. yeah. You can build them, your own fossils. Send them to a friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you can build your own fossils. Like, you can build your own Tyrannosaurus Rex on your island if you wanted to. Uh, yeah. No, a spoiler alert. I have a T-Rex sitting outside of my museum right now, and it's way too big. It takes up too much room, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and another thing this game does, too, is it gives you, and I'm only bringing this up to brag, to be completely honest, but it gives you <laughs> a rating. I have, you can get up to five stars that it kind of rates your island on uh, like how it's how it's looking, how developed it is, uh, how many uh, neighbors are on it, uh, that type of deal. And I have a beautiful five star island, despite the fact that people try to mess it up constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, if if you Go didn't ahead. have a five star island, I would just be worried that it's not achievable for me because <laughs> your island is ridiculous. <laughs> I put a lot of uh, work into it. Uh, that, and that's the thing I really like about it is it really lets me be creative in a video game. Uh, I really like that. I mean, the fact of the matter is I can sit there and make a whole pool area or I can sit there and literally now I have the ability to like create lakes and stuff so I can make a lake shaped like my initials, for example, like I (laughs) I did. Uh, So it's and I even have a whole uh, area that's a cafe that was that's the Retro Bliss Cafe. Uh, There's a whole the other thing this game does There's a whole. Uh, community of people who create things for this game that you can download into the game and use, like different designs for clothes, uh, for posters, uh, even for like different for paths that you can walk on. So there's so much in this game, and there's new stuff coming daily, not only from Nintendo and the developers themselves, but from the community. I just put a new shower into my game yesterday, and it has a Legend of Zelda Link to the Past shower curtain. I mean, how cool <laughs> that's is that? That's awesome. <laughs> that's so awesome. Yeah, so you're talking about. <laughs> People putting new things in the game, but also Nintendo. So one of the big things that Nintendo does is every holiday, whether so far there's been Easter and Earth, Earth Day, even if they call them by another name, I think they called it Bunny Day. There's there's special events that bring with it hundreds of new items. It's a ridiculous number of new items and new <laughs> things to craft. Sometimes too much in the case of Bunny Day, but so it's it's the kind of game that I'm almost afraid if people play it too much now, they'll get burnt out on it. And it's not the kind of thing you want to get burnt out on them because you're going to miss the next season, the next days, uh, all that. Um, obviously, that hasn't happened with Johnny yet. <laughs> well, I also think it's it's important to note that while we're obviously gushing about this game, I do have some complaints about it. It's not a perfect game uh, by any means. There are some limitations to it. Uh, I sometimes get very frustrated with the camera. Because uh, unless you're inside a house, especially your house, you can't really change the view very well. Like, if you're outside on your island, you only kind of have two or three views. Yeah, you can sort, um, of, sort of adjust it from straight top-down to almost top-down. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's so actually, kind of you know what that camera is, just to help people out? It's the Legend of Zelda camera. Like, the original Legend of Zelda. Like, it, that's where the Animal Crossing camera, I believe, came from. Like, it's... It almost moves in grids. Now, it doesn't really move in grids in the new one, but that's where it originally came from. And the new one's just an evolution of that. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, overall, it's not bad, but there are times where I wish like it would work outside like it works inside. Uh, yeah. Just when I'm trying to get like a... Especially if you're like me and you're trying to design something on there. Uh, sometimes it's really hard to get a good shot so I can see exactly where I'm putting something or what exactly I'm creating because it's just difficult with the camera view I have. Yeah, and so far we've yeah. we've sort of talked about our what we do with our islands, but there's also villagers on your island that that are a big part of the game, especially if you're playing single player. 
Um, yes. It's the the villagers. They really they have such weird. It's only each day of dialogue may only be a few lines each, but it's they do a great job of uh, fostering. I guess you'd call it a relationship with these NPCs through the questions yeah. you ask, and and they'll they'll want you to do certain things for them. We'll bring them a certain kind of clothing item or something like that, and then they'll they'll send you gifts in return. You can get rare gifts that way. It's, it's sometimes really... sometimes they'll lose an item, and if you find it, you bring it to them. Um, one of mine had a birthday party recently that I went to and showed up. They were very grateful, and I brought them a gift. <laughs> uh, so this gig goes pretty far. And also, though, they can also be frustrating because I was literally uh, planting flowers, and I was creating a whole path of dark dirt to put the flowers on. And one of my neighbors, as I like to call him, walked up and literally just sat down right in front of me, right <laughs> on the path. <laughs> that I was like, what a jerk. Uh, Trevor uh, sent one of his away, <laughs> and I was I was almost mad at him for it because I don't know why, but I've become attached to the to the people I have on mine. Yes, <laughs> Even if I didn't like them, I couldn't let them go. They if, have to stay. If you're intentionally a jerk to them, you can cause them to move to a different island and disappear. Yeah. Or if like it, it, if you, yeah, if you ignore the them especially, you get more yeah. and you'll you'll be hoping. Oh, I hope this person moves to an island and not this person. And it's just the NPC yeah. with a few lines of dialogue every day. But it's still it's <laughs> the, for some reason you get sucked into it. Yeah, like so, this one. Yeah. I have this pig on my island, and she claims that we're best friends. Like she just brought that up that we're best friends. And at first, I was like, "That's dumb." But now, like if anything happens to that pig, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> that that and, is um, yeah the. That frog was one of my original two. You only start with two villagers. You can have a lot more eventually. And from the beginning, she annoyed me. And I was happy at first when I was able to get rid of her, basically, by just kind of being mean to her. But the crazy thing is, I felt a low-level tinge of guilt for days over that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. I needed to get rid of her to make room for, hopefully, a cooler villager. But I still kind of felt guilty about it. <laughs> You should. You shouldn't judge people like that. And once we get to the Bliss Quiz, <laughs> I'm going to tell you how many possible villagers there are in this game, and I think you'll be impressed. Oh, I bet there's a lot. Uh, and another thing real quick, too, when it comes to villagers, uh, besides the fact that they'll teach you different things, too, like they'll teach you reactions uh, and stuff like that, um, it's, it's kind of incredible how... Uh, like they like some of them can be they each have their own little personalities. Like some of them are very happy to see you all the time, and other ones kind of come off kind of cranky. But yeah. they still. But then you find out that they're they're still consider you a friend, and if you don't talk to them, they get mad at you. Yeah, <laughs> so, whoever made these characters definitely has a background in psychiatry. Or there's, yeah. I mean, there's there's such a variety of they're all yeah. eccentric in some way. Like they're all on yeah. the extremes of psychiatry, but they're all represented, and, if, and they're they're represented very well. <laughs> and I want to know if this has happened to y'all with on your islands. I had two different villagers. They're both cats, but they both come up to me and try to give me nicknames, and they've been awful nicknames. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what they specialize in is awful nicknames. Yeah. Like my first one was Highway, so I guess they thought like I like to get run over a lot, <laughs> and then they followed that up with Lollipop. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Neither of which I'm very fond of. So, so if you're playing by yourself, you still have these relationships with these NPC characters, but really, I would say if you're going to label an ideal way to play, it would be with a family in the same household. Because if you play that way, you're you're all placed onto the same island. You each have your own house where you can customize things, but then you all interface with each other 
live. You can both be there at the same time, but then you also can send each other letters, put posts on the bulletin board in the town square for each other to see later. And then the villagers will start talking about each other <laughs> behind yeah. your backs. Yeah. So um, I, I think that's the ideal way to play. It's, it's still great if you can play by yourself and then visit each other's players online. But playing in the same yeah, island as a yeah. family is a whole different level. I also yeah. kind of think this kind of adds to one of my other little complaints. And this is way more about the Nintendo Switch as a whole, which is a system I really, really love and I'm very happy to have and very lucky to have. Uh, but... I'm really used to the Xbox One and the Xbox when it comes to voice, like just talking to my friends with the voice chat, and it's so much easier and works so much better on the Xbox One than it does on a Switch. You got to have an app, uh, then you got to plug in your, you know, like I have to plug, I have a microphone that I plug into my app, and that's how I do it. But you know, like Adam, for example, yesterday, his phone, because the newer phones don't even have plugins for headphones anymore. Uh, so it gets really weird and strange and it doesn't work half as well. I've been kicked out of half of like, like two or three, uh, chat sessions for no reason for whatever weird thing that's happened. And I think it's a Nintendo thing. I don't know why for how awesome and amazing they are and how obviously they know what they're doing. I don't know why they don't just sit down and put in, integrate some sort of voice thing in the system itself. Yeah. So that I, way we could just party chat or something. I really think it's a, a conscious decision that they don't want to do that. Cause I think it would have been easier than making this app and getting it linked together. Cause I will say it is good at recognizing when you start a game and open the app, it suggests you start chat for this game and stuff. So yeah, there's been does. a lot of work that's going on in the background to make it happen. But I think to, to separate voice chat from kids with strangers, I think they've made a conscious decision to force you to into doing it a hard way or a different yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> which which I guess I get and I understand, but at the same time Yeah, I wish I wish if there wasn't parental controls on the console that it would let you like if it yeah. turn that off if it's over an 18 account. Maybe they'll get yeah, there, just, but it's it is yeah, who knows? interesting like so that's one, said. Yeah. It's one of my little complaints. I just wanted to make sure this wasn't a pure just gush fest on this game because I do love it. But uh, I just wanted to make sure people knew. I do feel <laughs> I want to have integrity. <laughs> yeah, I don't, well, I'll, something I'll I've never had before. Here, which are more on the real on the game itself, and it's I'm probably going to be in the tenth percentile that that would say this. But for me, I kind of miss in New Horizons, the new one. There's so much you can do. Uh, a creative mind like Johnny can run wild with his island with changing the terrain and adding waterfalls and changing. He's got the pond in the shape of his initials, for goodness sakes. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's so much stuff you can do, but I'm not a creative person. I'm almost overwhelmed with decisions like that. In, in the old <laughs> Animal Crossing, I had my routine of on Sundays, I bought turnips. On su- Saturday evenings, I saw KK Slider. Like there was this, there was this stringent set of schedules and rules I could follow. And you can still do that in the new game, but there's so much customization. I feel like I'm missing out by not doing more of it. And so it's still a great game. And I, the new one is better for 99.9% of people. It's just, I do not have a creative bone in my body. So <laughs> I, for me, sometimes I feel like I'm not taking advantage of it as much as I should be. So there's too much there for you sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and like the, in the original Animal Crossing, I lived to collect gyroids, which are these things you could dig up out of the ground that dance along the music and they make they make sounds so if you get a bunch of them in a room they make a song and then to buy the the retro arcade games so those are two those two things are as far as i know missing from new horizons so it's kind of it's it's not there's so much that's been added 
nobody else would ever miss it, but it's it's what it's what I did. Yeah, and I think it's also uh, fair to say here too. Uh, Nintendo is going to keep updating this game for free, uh, so they're going to keep adding stuff to this game. They just did an update recently where they're adding some new stuff. Uh, like now we can get artwork in the game. They, they added that recently. And there's rumors in the rumor mill. This is how far deep I've gotten to Animal Crossing, where I literally will watch rumor stuff on YouTube for this game, <laughs> where, where people have data mined this game, uh, <laughs> where uh, they'll talk about stuff that's possibly coming up next, you know, the things they're going to add to this game, and it gets me very excited. I was legit excited when they put shrubs in. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Your creative mind went nuts. <laughs> yeah, it, it did. It did. And that's that's where my my one other hope for the game. It's it's not a complaint because I knew it going into it. They're very clear about it. But I hope one day we can go to each other's islands when the other person isn't online. Like I can I can go to Johnny's island and leave a surprise for him on his message board or go cut down all of his trees when he's not there. <laughs> uh, I, I hope one day that we can do that where we can go to each other's islands when the other person is offline. Uh, yeah. And but, run amok. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I knew that wasn't going to be in the game because that's, that's basically if you're in local, that's what you can do because you all live on the same Island. So I, I knew it wasn't going to be there, but I hope one day maybe they'll add it. I can go to y'all's islands and make them look better. <laughs> yeah. You can come pull weeds for me again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going right, to say, do you have, do you have, I was going to ask if you had any complaints before we yeah, get to our final scores. I've been trying to think of that because the thing is, this is uh, kind of like the perfection of Animal Crossing in most ways. I knew going in, I was going to miss the NES games, but I knew for sure those weren't in here because that was only in the original game and it's not been in it since. Um, and we'll have, we'll get into a little bit of detail about that in the Bliss Quiz. So I knew I was going to miss that. Um, but it's not a negative because I knew that going in. I think I'm somewhere between Derek and Johnny, but a lot closer to Derek and that I'm not, I'm not really a creative person and I, I can't execute anyways. I can't, I can't even draw a stick figure. <laughs> so even if I was creative, it wouldn't do me any good. Um, like I have no creative talents. We'll say that. <laughs> um, but I think, and I think Derek's probably almost to this point. I think this still works for us. Because you don't really have to be creative. You can just do things to make your island better. Like when you build a ramp up, like I saw your Able Sisters shop was like on top of a mountain and you have no way to get up there except to pull out your ladder. Well, once you're able to buy a ramp and put it there, it'll just make your layout better. So from a design standpoint, you can make your island better without actually being a creative person. And so I think I tap into that more than the... the creativity. And there's, there's still a billion items to collect and, and oh, yeah. decorate your More island. More than with. ever. Just, just basically dropping them down and moving them around where you want. So there's still plenty of things to do for non-creative people. And I think the things they've added for creative people add thousands of hours of gameplay compared to the 10 hours you might spend playing a retro NES game over a year right. or two. I mean, that's, that's the bottom line. The amount of time we actually spent playing those games is pretty small compared to what I've already put into this game. It's just yeah, it so it, awesome. <laughs> it was a driving force of we had to get on every day to see if there was a new one available somewhere. To right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So as far as other, that. other negatives, um, I do get impatient. <laughs> like when I'm crafting items, like it tells me the same thing over and over. Like when you go to the Dodo airport, he goes through the same spiel every single time. I feel like that honestly could be something they might change in a future update. But at the same time, I think it's a very conscious decision. I think they almost try to slow you down a little bit. Like, 
the things that are kind of bigger deals, they kind of slow you down a little bit on purpose. So I don't know if that's a negative, but I'll put it this way. If this were a game that was pay to play, like if this were, uh, I don't know, um, a Fortnite game where if you want this cooler stuff, you got to pay for it other, but it's free, but you can pay to get cooler stuff. I, I would hate it. Like it would change my opinion completely. But the point that it's all built into the game and even the download stuff has been completely free means I love it. Like I don't mind that I can only get, what is it, eight things from each rock per day, eight minerals, because it just slows you down a little bit, but it's not making you pay to speed up the process. It's just setting the pace a little bit. But I, you know, the closest thing I can come to a true negative is just, um, I guess would be the, the, <laughs> the, that every time I go to Blathers, he has to go through his whole spiel. Every time I go to the airport, I don't know if I would change it if I could, though. I mean, because it's kind of part of the charm of the game. And like you, Blathers you can is, speed it up. Yeah, Blathers you can get is wordy. It fairly quick. You just have to yeah. tap a a bunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's truly just me being an impatient person. It's really not even a negative. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, the fact that I couldn't get onto your fishing tournament was a negative, but that's the first time I've actually had a problem with the online play. <laughs> It was just really disappointing, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think I think we're ready to get into our final scores. So final scores. Uh, let's get into it. Who wants to go first? I really don't care because uh, <laughs> this is such a weird, nebulous, yeah. such a hard game to I'll, review and actually give a number to. <laughs> I'll try to go first. Go ahead. Okay. Good luck. So I was thinking last night. How do you summarize your score, your review of a game like this? And and this is going to be a uh, a parallel that isn't going to make sense until I explain it. This this game to me is exactly like liver mush. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Most people most people listen and probably won't even know what that is. And just if you hear the name, you're not gonna you're not gonna be you're not gonna want it. But liver mush is a food that in this area of North Carolina, it's very local. I mean, most of us ate it growing up, and we love it. It's a breakfast food, and and that's how Animal Crossing is to me. If I tried, if I told you what was in liver mush, you would never go out and buy it. If I tried to explain <laughs> to you what's in liver mush, you're not going to go buy it. Uh, if you had liver mush or played Animal Crossing as a kid, then you're going to know you love it, and you're going to run out and get the next one. And but if, if then here's the tricky part: if I tell you about liver mush, and if you decide as an adult to go try it, there's still going to be a large portion of the people that just can't get over what's in it. And and get used to playing it because you you've got to you can't just play it for thirty minutes and say man this is stupid I'm I'm stopping <laughs> you you got to commit to it and and get into it a little bit um so yeah for for me that's how Animal Crossing is I because when in the weeks leading up to the game I knew Trevor was getting it I knew I was going to buy it but I wanted Johnny and Adam to get it too but I had I almost felt guilty about even texting them because I had no idea how to convince them to buy this game <laughs> or if they would feel like they completely wasted 50 bucks when they got it. Cause it's, 60. Yeah, 60 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's just, it's one of those weird games. But if if you have an addictive personality, a collectible personality, if you like to collect action figures or things, I I can really say that's that's one of the keys of really enjoying yes. this game, I believe. Because that's that's such a big part of it is wanting to improve your island and and collect things to show your friends on your island and things like that. And for me, I, I do have that kind of personality. I know Johnny does too. And I thought that's why I was convinced that he would he would probably enjoy it if he really got it. Uh, so for me, I, it's just 
for 30 minutes or an hour, or as, as we said, you can spend more. It's just a great escape, and it could not have come out at a better time. I mean, <laughs> this, with everything going yeah. on in the world right now, this a game that's a, an escape is what people needed. And I, so, I mean, for me, I think it's, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a nine because there, there are a few things that I wish it had. Like if, if we could go to each other's islands when people weren't there, I mean, it would be start pushing a 10 really quick, but I know, or nine and a half. We're, are we the people that never give out tens? But no, I've given out a 10 before. Okay. Yeah. All right. I've yes. Given out a few. All right. So, yes. Yeah, so I'm going to stick with a nine for now, but they're, they're adding stuff with events and updates. So it could easily improve as if we go on. Yeah, uh, I'll go next. Um, I overall absolutely love and adore this game. I do have that collector's mentality, like Derek was saying, and I think it really sparks inside me with this game. And also allows you to be creative, which is another part that I like uh, when it comes to this game, is that I can kind of create my own little world in a way. So I really love that aspect of it. Uh, There's so much about this game that I like. I do have a few little qualms. Like I said, the camera, when you're outside on your island, I wish it was a little bit more to it and maybe I had a little bit more control over it at, over it at times uh, th- just to help me when I'm trying to design stuff or look for things on my island because I have so many things on my island now that uh, like for example when the tarantulas were on there I got bit by a couple because I just never saw them because <laughs> yeah. they, they were just behind a tree or something and I never saw them uh, so there's a few, my few little qualms I have there overall this is a very relaxing game uh, it's a good game to kind of just put on for uh, a little bit every day, like Derek was saying, it's not a game that you need to that I would suggest playing five or six hours a day on. It's not that type of game at all. Uh, you can spend a couple hours before you know it for sure, and I've done that. But um, it's a game where, like, I probably turn it on at least twice a day right now. I turn it on in the morning just to see what's going on, and then in the evening just to see if I can catch a scorpion or something. Uh, so it's that's a pretty cool aspect of it. Uh, overall, I love this game. It's very tough for me to try to tell other people to buy it though. Like I still have a hard time saying, cause I kind of think this is a game where uh, you'll either like it or you won't. I, you two were talking it up to me and you were having a hard time with it. Cause I was, I would constantly ask you guys questions like, what is it? That was my main thing. I just wasn't understanding what it was. <laughs> and then I, and I finally just said, you know what? I'm just going to go watch a quick YouTube video. And I just watched a guy who was just playing like the first uh, 10 minutes of the game. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll give it a shot. That looked interesting enough to me, and uh, maybe I'll like it. And uh, I'm really glad I did. Uh, such a fun game. I really like it. Derek gave it a 9. I, too, am going to give it a 9. I love this game. I highly recommend it. It's a great way to kind of spend your time, especially if you're one of so many, many people right now who are kind of stuck at home with nothing to do. This is a, <laughs> this is a good way to spend a little bit of your time each day. And if you have kids... Uh, like you both do, this is a great game for kind of them too, to not only maybe just watch you play, but also uh, if they're old enough to play a video game, they can kind of have their own little part of it. So yeah, I think we, I guess we kind of missed that. It's because you can, you can do multiplayer either where only one of you plays at a time and you do stuff in the village for the other person to come back and see, but you can also have multiple characters on screen at once where one basically follows the other around. There's a leader and a follower. So if you have yeah. young kids, I mean, the controls could not be any more simple, and you're playing and doing your thing, and they're also able to move their character around on screen at the same time. So it's it's really a great game if you have young kids that they'll just be interested in the cute characters and the, the art style and stuff. Yeah, so I'm giving it a 9. Derek, you gave it a 9. Trevor, what about you? So I don't really need to add much after you both went, um, except to Lazy. say, yeah. I think uh, one thing we missed 
uh, the game I might actually compare this most to is not The Sims. Can either one of you guess what game I'm about to say? Because when I thought about it, I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> it can't be any more strange than Liver Mush. <laughs> uh, Shinmu. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it's the, the gameplay is nothing like Shinmu, but this obsession with details. If you loved collecting the little toys, the little uh, egg capsule toys, and Shinmu, if you thought that was a cool thing, you will like Animal Crossing. I can almost guarantee it. Now you were, that may not speak you were to talking people, to like one ten in people, forty million people, and the chances yeah. of them listening to Retro Bliss. Yes, <laughs> that one person, you're welcome. But what I'll add to what Johnny was saying about having a hard time recommending it to people. The reason I didn't is because I very rarely have a... I've heard of anybody who finally decided to plunge and buy it. Because if you buy a game, you're probably going to play it at least a few hours. You know, because you spent money on it. I don't... I've heard of very few people who actually bought this game or any game in the series for the most part who really regretted it. So that's why I felt morally okay recommending it to Johnny. But it is really hard to explain. Um, this game has sold a ridiculous number of copies. Uh and it's it's hard to get right now it's very popular like like Derek's saying i mean it seems like it shouldn't be like it seems like it's a niche game for a niche audience but it's got that i guess it's that nintendo seal of quality it just it also came out it also came out at a perfect time which is weird to say but it came out at a perfect time for it too came out right when we're all kind of stuck at home so i mean what else are you going to do uh and uh that really helped it quite a lot and i do think i saw somewhere i think i told you this trevor it's it's become the number one all time downloaded game. Video wow! Game. Nobody wanted to it's go either... to the store to pick it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do have some Unless facts about the. I have a few facts about the sales figures and the Bliss Quiz, so I won't say any more about that. But I'll just end this saying, I was pretty firm on this number, and I actually thought about going higher, but you both made it easy, so I'm going to stick with my number. This is a nine, so this is triple nines all the way around, and I'll say. This game would not have to do much to be a 10 for me because it almost feels like it should be a 10 because I probably played, I probably played this game more than I played, I know I've played it more than any other Switch game <laughs> as far as number of hours. It's been out a month and a half and I played it more than greatest game of all time trademark, Breath of the Wild, which is amazing, but I played it more hours. <laughs> so on one hand, how could it not be a 10? The only thing this game has to do to be a 10 for me is uh, throw in some games I can actually play. NES or Super NES or Arcade or the pinball games. That's all I'd have to do. And it's silly. It doesn't need to do that whatsoever. But that's all it would have to do uh, to bring back what I loved. One of the things I loved about the original. And then yeah. it would be a 10 for me. But it's still a 9 and uh, it's an absolute must play as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I agree with all this. So triple nines. this is definitely Retro Bliss approved. Uh, what do you guys think, all you listeners? Do you love this game? Do you not like this game? Do you not get this game? Uh, we're going to get into some of that here in a minute, but in the meantime, let's go to a beautiful, beautiful commercial. For the team players, the over-shoulder watchers, the super moms, the race against the clockers, for the students, for the teachers, for the lazy Sunday sneakers, for the champs, for the chasers, for the new record breakers. For every kind of gamer, the idea is the same to find your favorite people, and play your favorite games. Nintendo Switch. I can't believe we got that sponsor, Trevor. I got a tear in my eye. So, uh, (laughs) oh, there it is. The first cough of the episode is right directly into the microphone. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) So I asked what you thought about this game on Instagram and Facebook, 
And Johnny, if you want to head to Instagram, because uh, you don't like reading, I don't think a million comments, and there's not many on Instagram, but there, I think there's quite a few on Facebook. No, you go ahead. I'm pulling it up on Instagram now. All right. So on Facebook, I asked, uh, hey, do you have any memories of Animal Crossing? And this could be any game in the series. Um, Derek, I don't think we mentioned, but we definitely started with the original Animal Crossing, but we also had Wild World, Wild World <laughs> for the Nintendo DS, and we played the heck out of that too. Um, I don't think it really did anything really that new except for, I think it added online play, but did it? I honestly don't remember having that. <laughs> did I really? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. We yeah, did yeah. have it. Yeah. yeah we we both had it. Cause I remember we both had, yeah, we bought them at the same time. I don't know why I remember that. I don't remember how much we played it. Maybe it wasn't as much as the original, but I think we're combining some of our memories of those two games. Maybe. Uh, so anyways, on Facebook, Okay, there's a few longer ones on here. Let me drink some tea, and I'll try to read them quickly. Let's try to rush. We've already gone on over an hour. All right, here we go. Timmy Max said, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Daniel Chavez, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Yeah, read them like they're Animal Crossing (laughs) characters. (laughs) So basically, Timmy Mac, he played New Leaf on 3DS, which was people's favorite, I think, before New Horizons, but we missed that one. Um, Fast forward to now, he's having an absolute blast with the game. Uh, He's been playing it since it's released. It's fun as ever. Uh, he said it's really helped him with these tough times just to keep some sanity. And uh, and one of the things he likes about it most is just hanging out and helping friends. It's helped bring a lot of people together and give a positive outlet. Um, and he also thanked us for uh, for the podcast and for helping his island. And he asked how the turnip prices are treating us. And I'll say my turnip prices are pretty much terrible. Um, but Johnny's have been really good. Uh, mine start out really terrible, and then they get good, and then I'm like, "Well, I'm going to sell my tournament, uh, my, my tournaments, my turnips," and then after that, they get even better, and I get mad that I already sold my turnips. <laughs> yep, that's exactly. the stock market. Oh, we didn't explain any of that in the review, so good nope. luck, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Trevor. Next comment. <laughs> All right, next comment is from Daniel Chavez, who uh, this game is his first experience with Animal Crossing, and he's got to say it's alarmingly addicting, simplistic in gameplay, and just all around fun. He said he does wish it was a little more customizable with the character creation and terraforming, but overall an excellent game. He gives it four out of five nooks. Now, Michael <laughs> Michael Thompson has a hard-hitting, I'm going to say even emotional comment. Okay. He says, I've heard of it. That's about the extent of my experience with it. Oh, and the memes. My Facebook feed is full of memes from this game. I don't get any of them. <laughs> I was going to say, that makes me think I'm fans with the wrong people or friends with the wrong people on Facebook because I haven't seen any Animal Crossing memes. The only ones I, I, I really see are the either. ones that I post. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, I'm I'm not going to get political, but the memes I've seen, I wish they were Animal Crossing. <laughs> yes, yes, same. <laughs> oh, there we go again. Roll the mic. All right. Bobby Capo Bianco said he's watching Johnny walk through his island and having a distinct feeling we were both wasting our time. Bobby, <laughs> I did not like your comment. <laughs> Actually, I didn't meet you. I'm going to like it now because I feel guilty. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Bobby doesn't like anything. That's true. <laughs> I don't know if it's true. That's I'm just his, agreeing. That, that's his shtick. <laughs> oh, okay. Douglas Delecky Jr., he said he can't get into it. He's glad it helps a lot of people find their happy place. Fair enough. There you go. That's the, that's the positive way to be if you don't like something. <laughs> Chris Chavez, our illustrious producer, says he's with Michael Thompson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He won't be after we make him put together three different audio tracks over an hour each. <laughs> Rich VD said, my experience is primarily with the new one. I tried the GameCube version in college when it came out and hated it. Being 18, 
I just wanted high-speed shooters at the time. Now that I'm older, I have more stress in my life and less time to play games. This is perfect for a short, relaxing 20-30 to minutes of play. Though I'm still upset you guys made me get this game, as my wife got addicted to it and I had to buy her a Switch Lite and her own copy of the game just so I could get my Switch back. And that's getting expensive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Rich VD. (laughs) (laughs) Joseph K.O.K. said, One of my all-time favorite series and the type of quirky title that's made me a lifelong Nintendo fanboy. New Horizons is an improvement in every way. Five Shady Foxes out of five. And finally, Nick DeMarco. I guess we're going to end on a negative note. I had some things to say about this comment. See if you guys do. Uh, He said these two and New Leaf, or those two, he's talking about the original and New Horizons, are the only ones I've played in the series. While the charm of it is keeping real time, it's almost also to its detriment. He said, basically he's saying, what do you do once you've reached your limit for the day? Like you can't do anything else. He said, don't get me wrong. The game has reached Pokemon levels as far as obsessive diehard fandom. But perhaps no other game has been successful while still maintaining some of its more glaring weaknesses. They've never they've never been addressed. So he's basically saying, um, yeah, it's it's what I touched on earlier. Right, that some people yeah. complain like like if you, I guess another customizable creative game is Minecraft, where somebody will get an idea of what they want to design Minecraft and spend. 18 hours straight working on it so they can show it off to the friends. Well, you're not going to achieve much playing this game for 18 hours straight because you're, yeah. you're going to hit your limits on things you can do per day or like the store where you can buy items closes at 10 PM. Um, you're going to, you're going to run into problems. But for me, that's, that's a big part of the charm of the game is, yeah. is that because I mean, it would get to the point where it's already almost overwhelming just going to Johnny's Island and seeing how much work I have to do much less. If, <laughs> if somebody, <laughs> somebody could play the game and get, I won't say to the end, but get so advanced so fast. Uh, oh yeah, so, I, I wouldn't yeah, change I, it. I, I do I understand what he's saying. I mean, and it's it's I get where he's coming from, but it's for me, it's that's a positive, not a negative. Yeah, it's that that constraint is something that I think makes it still a game, even though Johnny asked us what is it, and we couldn't really tell him. Some of those constraints <laughs> make it still a game and not just a sandbox, which. I'm yeah. I, I'm appealed to sandboxes like Minecraft and stuff, but I just never stick with them. Like I don't think it's my thing. So and my game yeah. and my island uh, literally has a sandbox. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> well, that's finally all the Facebook comments. All right, let's head over to Instagram Town. Uh, Stephen McMario said, "Sweet, loved the first game. So different from any other game I played at the time. It was so chill and relaxing. I never got to play that first one, but I will say I think this one is still chill and relaxing. Uh, loving life garden." Man, man, let me try this again. Loving Life Garden Man Tony uh, said, I think everyone has always loved this game. I don't think that's true, but I do think overall it's pretty loved. And then, this is what made me laugh, Derek. See if you agree with me here. Funtime Wallace said, Love this shot. Trevor put a picture of the game on there. And out of all three of these comments, this one that was obviously a bot is the one that Trevor replied to. And he said, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're a bot. Like it did I, seem I like a bot, a bot comment. Trevor. But I don't they're a real even have person. an Instagram account, so I couldn't tell you what a bot is. I mean, <laughs> I know that's what a bot a, is. That person has commented a, before, so unless they were taken over problem? by bots. Yeah, well, that sounded like a bot comment to me. <laughs> yeah. How dare you offend one of our top fans? <laughs> gonna, next, you're going to ask that bot for a five star review and expect it. Yeah. Yeah, please. Or join our Patreon. <laughs> well, speaking of Patreon, they you don't should go there and donate to Richard Bliss. 
<laughs> I, I totally forgot about our Patreon to one of you just mentioned it jokingly. But uh, we got some new stuff from there, and there'll be more. So head over there. I don't know why you would, yeah, honestly, a, but whatever. In the meantime, let's get on with it. The Blish Quiz! quiz. I just thought of a good fundraiser for your Patreon account. <laughs> okay. What is it? I teased this back at Christmas time, but so every, we, we just discussed that I'm the least creative person uh, in the world. But for Christmas, I got a paint with Bob Ross kit. I, I, I still need to get out and do. So I, I think we'll, we'll add that to the Patreon is the results of what my Bob Ross painting was supposed to be and what it turned out as. The, well, we can reveal the uh, the exclusive photos there on your Patreon. Oh man, can we get the rights to give whatever the results are away to yeah. what the patron? Yeah. What are the patrons? Yeah, I'll try to have enough paint left over to paint two, and uh, the second one we'll, we'll give away. <laughs> I love that you plan on keeping one of them. <laughs> you got to keep now, Trevor. <laughs> yeah, you got to keep the master. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> All right, Trevor, you came up with our Bliss Quiz today, so I guess it's between me and Derek. We'll see who wins. I did, and if you're curious about some of the history and stuff about the game series, this is where you'll find out. So, Derek and Johnny, buzz in with your name when you want to answer. This is a multiple multiple choice question. (laughs) Multiple choice. There's three choices. Which is true? Which is true? A. Animal Crossing New Horizons sold nearly 5 million copies in its first 12 days. B. Animal Crossing New Horizons launch sorry, Animal Crossing New Horizons launch sales surpassed every Mario title. C. Nintendo says digital sales were 30% of all sales, which is true. Derek, Johnny, Derek? I think you got it first, Derek. I'm going to go with A. That's a huge so animal- number, but Animal Crossing sold 5 million copies in 12 days. That is false. It sold almost 12 million copies in, in 12 days. Great. Yeah. It's C. 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 Nintendo says digital sales were 30% of all sales. That is false. They were 50% no. of all yeah, sales. That's, I knew that was a bait question, that it was going to actually be higher than that. <laughs> and uh, that scares me a little, because you know how I like my physical games. But Nintendo did say they don't expect every title to be like that, 50-50. The the whole pandemic situation played into that probably, and people didn't want to wait. But it's the true answer is that it has surpassed every Mario title for launch sales. Now I don't know if that launch is like launch week, what exactly they mean there, but it's crazy that it surpassed every Mario title as far as number of launch sales. Um, it sold thirteen point something million copies as of the most recent thing I've seen, which is probably higher than that now. Yeah, in, in roughly um forty days. Yeah, I mean, crazy. It's actually the fastest, the fastest selling. It had the best month of any game ever, according to some Forbes article I read yesterday when I was looking for information. Um, who would have thought a game about anthropomorphic animals? I can't say that word. <laughs> I've never been able to say that word. A game, a game we can't even describe. No. <laughs> so your second question is zero to zero. What 
<laughs> this is a good one. So I googled Animal Crossing. Just the words Animal Crossing. What is the first people ask question listed on Google? So you know people ask. It says people yeah. also ask this question. Yeah. What is the first thing listed? Three choices on the board. A. Is Animal Crossing free? B. What system is Animal Crossing on? C. What is the point of Animal Crossing? Derek. <laughs> Derek. C. It's got to be C. <laughs> that is that C. is correct. Because I know I, I, I googled it at least twice trying to explain it to Johnny and Adam. <laughs> <laughs> so all of those were the top questions, but what is the point of Animal Crossing was number one. <laughs> um, Valid. That's one it's a valid z- question. One to zero. Third question. Animal Crossing started out in Japan as an N64 game. What does the translation, uh, what does it translate to? The Japanese name is Dobutsu no Mori. What does that translate to? There are four choices. A. Animal Crossroads. B. Forest Crossing. C. Animal Shrine. D. Animal Forest. Derek. All right. I should know this. I I remember them. That was one of the things they did to localize the game was they took a shrine out of the game. I'm going to say Animal Forest. That's I'm correct. Gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> that's that's the one I was going to pick. <laughs> I threw in a uh, forest crossing to throw you off a little bit, but it didn't work. Thank God. Yeah, Animal Forest. That's two for Derek. You better pick it up, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more worried about this pizza's getting cold. <laughs> <laughs> It's always food. Question four. This one has five choices. So just so you know, five choices. This is, um, so we were saying, of course, the original Animal Crossing had actual Nintendo games, NES games you could play on little digital NES system in the game, which was unheard of at the time. It was just so cool. But which of these is not an actual NES game you can collect and play in Animal Crossing? And just so you know, there's 17 of these in all, including two you can only get with the e-reader cards. I feel like, I feel like I'm at a disadvantage here because Derek had the game. But there were 17 I, of them, and we never had near that many. I only remember one, honestly, that I can think of right now. That, that that's blew my mind. I mean, that's very generous, and they uh, make this game in 10, Nintendo, include those in this one. Anyways, which of these was not included? A, Excitebike. B, Golf. C, Kid Icarus. D. Wario's Woods. E. Tennis. Which was not an NES game in Animal Crossing. Oh, man. Excitebike, Golf, Kid Icarus, Wario's Woods, Tennis. I I guess, Johnny, um, Wario's Woods. Sorry, that's wrong. That gummit. Uh... I want to say Kid Icarus, but I I think that's too obvious. I'm going to go with uh, Tennis. Tennis is in the game. It was Kid Icarus. <laughs> ah, I thought that was another bait question. <laughs> you tucked yep. yourself out of it. <laughs> yep. So that's still that too... Excite by Golf and Tennis were three of my favorite NES games, and I could you could have them in that. I mean, at a time yeah. when there was no arcade version that you could just go download these things. Yeah, I don't remember all of them. There was Donkey Kong. <laughs> Donkey Kong Jr. Math was one of them, and I think I remember us having that one, uh, which know, is not our favorite. Excitebike <laughs> is the one I knew for sure that was in it. I yeah, think that was the first one we got. <laughs> yeah. Balloon Trip was one of them. I remember having that one. Anyways, um, question number five. Okay, so how did Nintendo Japan react 
to the massive translation that the Nintendo Treehouse North American development team made. So basically, uh, when the North American development team took the original Animal Crossing game, they added tons of dialogue. They added holidays, like a lot of holidays that weren't in the original game. But how did Nintendo Japan react to this? There are three choices. A. They accused the North American team of betraying the core point of Animal Crossing. B. They felt that the changes would make the game less commercially successful. C. They liked it so much they released the game again on the GameCube in Japan with these changes. Yes. It's C. It's C. That's correct. I knew that one. Nintendo Japan (laughs) loved... They apparently... This reminds me of Earthbound, which was an amazing game. But when the man, I can't remember his name, but the man who was in charge of translating it for English, he added so much to the game that it almost became its own thing. That kind of happened with Animal Crossing. There was two names, and I should have wrote them down, but they added so much to the dialogue and the charm of the game with their translation that it actually helped shape what Animal Crossing became, and uh, Nintendo Japan loved it. All right. Well, that's five questions, and it's two to one. But... Fortunately for Johnny, I made a sixth question. <laughs> Good Lord, I'm never going to eat this pizza. <laughs> you have a chance to win, and that's your reaction? You have no integrity. Yep. <laughs> I do. We've gone almost an hour and a half. My integrity was gone 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Johnny has right, one fans, hour of integrity today. <laughs> fans, you waited over a month for a new episode, but but this is Johnny's hunger is overtaking. I have to go pick up my food still. I'm really discouraged. Anyways, final question. This question is worth... Two points. <laughs> so it's still anybody's game. Which of these is not an actual animal villager in Animal Crossing New Horizons? So there are some 402 villagers you could possibly invite to your village. Great. To your island. 402. You can have up to 10 at a time once you've expanded to that point. Um, so you're going to have to kick some people off if you want the other 400. Um, which of these is not an actual villager name? Five choices. A, Admiral, B, Agnes, C, Bud, D, Davy, E, Ellie. These could be any of these. <laughs> Admiral, Agnes, Bud, Davy, or Ellie, which is not real. Derek. Derek. I'm going to go with Davy. That's correct. <laughs> nice. It's, it's too real. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So Ellie, uh, Ellie's in the game. Uh, Bud, I just had to look that up, and Bud is apparently a villager in the game. <laughs> so I, hey, I Bud. Was kind of, that was what I wanted to say because so many of them call you Bud. I figured they wouldn't actually put a Bud in there, but yeah. <laughs> I have one called Blue Bear right now, who's really <laughs> annoying. I'm trying to get rid of her. <laughs> well, that's Animal Crossing New Horizons. Derek's the champion. Uh, Johnny's going to eat his pizza now and cry into it. That's for sure. That's how I always eat my pizza with my tears <laughs> on top. Uh, thanks, thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, let us know what you're thinking of Animal Crossing. Uh, stay tuned. I don't know what our next game is going to be. We haven't decided yet. We still need to do that Zelda game. But, so I've been playing A Link uh, to the Past and put it off because of Animal Crossings. Same. We've got yeah. to do that because I've already yeah, played over halfway same. through it. <laughs> All right. So that won't be coming down the pipeline soon too. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, go to our Patreon, please, if you don't mind, if you want to, or if you don't want to, 100% understand. I mean, look at this garbage we gave you. I get it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but thank you for joining us. We very much appreciate it. Thank you to Derek. Uh, we'll be back soon. Trevor, uh, leave them with something. We need something to 
you know, to like get people uh, inspirations. So let's, let's leave on a Trevor inspirational quote here. Well, if your pockets are full, the best thing to do is just bury all your garbage in the ground. <laughs>